Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. The week commencing July 26, 2009, I'm Graham VK4BB with the WIA National News. Grants worth up to $50,000. August 2, that's next Sunday, Australia's National Tree Day and Sunrise Your Radio Group have conferred life membership on Noel Ferguson VK3FI. Yes, Noel for his significant contribution to the club over a number of years. Noel first became secretary of the club around 1995, bringing ideas and strategies that led to significant growth to the club. Noel was one of the first to volunteer as a WIA assessor under the new examination system and, after purchasing a data projector, began running foundation courses from his shack, bringing many new people into the hobby and into the club. And of course, on Sunraysia VK3RMA, the 146.8 repeater, Sundays at 9.30, Noel VK3FI conducts this WIA National News Service, where currently this year... They've attracted something like 175 check-ins. Grants worth up to $50,000 are now available from Telstra for community groups to teach seniors the benefits of using computers. Eligible community organisations can apply for Telstra-connected seniors grants until August 27. Grants amount from $50,000 down to $5,000 for local organisations and for state and territory organisations. David Moffat... Group Managing Director of Telstra Consumer is encouraging community organisations and, let's face it, ham radio clubs, well, I'm pretty sure we're community organisations. Well, we can apply now for a grant. The workshops are a great way to help seniors learn how to pursue new activities online as well as a way for community groups to revigorate their membership. Next Sunday, the 2nd of August, is Australia's National Tree Day and why is this significant? Well, listeners may recall from back in April when Merge held their Catastrophic Disaster Simulation and Innovation Day that Van VK4, VAN Ray VK4 TPT successfully loaded up a living tree as a 40-metre antenna. Merge will be operating from Maribyrnong, Queensland about 12 noon next Sunday on or around 3615, 7060 and 14190 and scanning around the bands looking for signals from their loaded tree trunk. You're tuned to VK1 WIA News. This news broadcast can be heard on linked repeaters VK6 AUF Perth 438.525 and VK6 RMS Mount Saddleback 147.250 Sundays 9am and 7pm. I'm Trevor VK6 YJ. Quick whip around Australia and... VK2, July's Amateur Radio New South Wales Trash and Treasure. Yes, it's being held this morning, the 26th, at VK2 WI Dural, and later this afternoon sees the Homebrew and Experimenters Group having their function, a lecture on power supply safety. VK3, the Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group, VK3 YVG White Elephant Sale, will be held Sunday, August 2. A limited number of tables are still available, Contact Gavin VK3GH or Steve VK3TSR 0418 for bookings. The venue is the Healesville Memorial Hall that's on the Marunda Highway at Healesville and doors open at 10am, $5 entry, free tea and coffee, light refreshments, etc, etc, etc. Call in on the recently upgraded VK3 RV, the RYV repeater on 146725, make a day of it and visit the beautiful Yarra Valley. 
VK4 and once again the IEEE Northern Australian section of the North Australian Communications chapter of the IEEE and the School of Engineering and Physical Sciences at James Cook University invite you to attend a technical seminar Friday, August 14 from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock in the Electrical Engineering Building the James Cook University Douglas Campus. Practical Aspects of Applying Communication Signals to Power Lines the seminar will highlight recent research into the application of slow-speed signalling and telemetry on single-wire earth return in remote rural areas. Friday, August 14, Electrical Engineering Building, James Cook University. That's the Douglas campus. VK7, Radio and Electronics Association of Southern Tasmania, REAST, next month, August, well, their presentation night is up close and personal with the International Space Station. Yes, REAST's August presentation will be a session of excellent video presentations centred on the International Space Station. There'll also be a short video on the ISS contact with Barbara Morgan and her homeschool in Idaho through the Amateur Radio on the ISS program. All projected on the big screen, all August 5, 8pm in the Queen's Domain Club Rooms. VK9, yes, Norfolk Island, VK9NI. A de-expedition to Norfolk Island is running until the 29th, Call sign VK9NI and includes an entry in the RSGB IOTA contest this weekend, that's July 25-26. Now, although not one could ever call an exotic or most wanted location, it could be worth a point or two, so listen up. 160 through to 6 metres, 4 to 5 stations all signing VK9NI and QSL care of VK3HR. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. On VK1 WIA, discussion point. Here's Jeff, VK4, ZPP from the Gympie Amateur Radio Club. Anyone who has had a chance to read the UK amateur licence form could be excused for being surprised at its length. 23 pages which includes not only the details that we in VK expect, but the operating conditions which apply to each grade of licence, and the power and bands available to each grade. In other words, it is also the basic regulations manual for amateur radio operators. As we wait for the implementation of the final outcomes of the 2002 discussion paper, but having seen the successful introduction of a foundation licence, it is interesting to ponder the path that the UK has taken. The VK Foundation licence was modelled on the one from the UK and in both countries it has contributed to the growth of the licence numbers. The figures given at the WIA annual general meeting show that there are only 200 less F calls than standard calls. This is impressive growth. In the UK, foundation calls have access to the majority of bands and are not restricted from using digital modes. What has become apparent from contact with UK colleagues is that the ability for the M3 licensee to pursue the hobby as one of self-training, as per the ITU definition, seems to have encouraged many to build their experience and enthusiasm and move on to a higher license grade. The actual numbers are not readily available so no direct comparison can be made with the outcomes down under. Feedback that I have received from many amateurs, including trainers and assessors, is that it is time for us to more fully integrate our foundation operators into the hobby 
and review the privileges they have in the light of overseas experience. I agree with this. Do you? This has been Jeff, VK4ZPP, for WIA National News. The Wireless Institute of Australia paves the way for new amateurs to our bands. A quick look at the education scene. This is VK1WIA. And over the weekend of the 18th, 19th of July, Canberra Region held a foundation licence course. Five candidates, five passes for the assessments. So now you can expect five new call signs to appear from the ACT in the very near future. Congratulations to Michael McCarrity, Matthew Hadfield, Andrew Muller, Farron Rebeck and Sean Johnson. Also congratulations to Wayne VK1FNRW for his upgrade to a standard licence. Education Officer Alan VK1WX has thanked his assessment team of Bob VK1MRH, Glenn VK1NUT and Gil VK1GH, that for their assistance. And Westlakes is at present taking names for any person wishing to sit for their foundation licence. Interested parties should contact Keith VK2PKT or any committee member. Now the club has a telephone, its telephone number is 49581588 and Westlakes Amateur Radio Club is located in York Street, Taralba and is open for business Saturdays from noon and Tuesday evenings from 6pm. Call in, say hello because tea and coffee are always on. To find out more about Westlakes Amateur Radio Club or Amateur Radio in general, leave a message on their 24-hour voicemail box 4958 Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. International news now with thanks to the RSGB, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Graham VK4BB. Legendary CBS newsman Walter Cronkite, KB2GSD, who held the title of the most trusted man in America, passed away Friday, July 17. He was 92. Cronkite anchored CBS Evening News for 19 years until 1981 when he retired. During that time, he reported on such subjects as the Kennedy assassination, the civil rights movement, Apollo 11 lunar landing, Vietnam, the Vietnam-era protests, Arab-Israeli Six-Day War, Watergate, the list goes on. Walter, an ARRL member, narrated the six-minute video Amateur Radio Today, produced by the ARRL back in 2003. The video tells Amateur Radio's public service story to non-hams, focusing on ham radio's part in helping various agencies respond to wildfires in the western US during 2002, ham radio in space and the role Amateur Radio plays in emergency communications. Walter Cronkite, KB2GSD, made his mark as a World War II correspondent for United Press, where he covered the D-Day invasion and bombing missions over Germany. BACAR set to launch Saturday, August 8. The long-awaited BACAR, or balloon-carrying amateur radio flight, will take place on the 8th of August to be launched in South Africa between 8am and 8.15 Central South African time. It has a multi-payload which should be of interest to we radio amateurs and shortwave listeners around the globe. Commentary on the launch activity will be broadcast on 7082 and will stream live on Echolink and on the World Wide Web. 
The payload includes an APRS system operating on 144.8, which will be switched on two minutes before launch and allow APRS stations to track the flight of BACAR. The call sign of the beacon, ZS6SAT. And a 40-metre beacon will be on board operating on 7022 with telemetry information every one minute. The information includes the inside and outside temperature and the pressure in millibars. From high in the stratosphere to low in outer space and Europe's next space freighter will be honoured by being named after Kepler, the great 17th century German scientist, with further Frank VK2FJL from Westlake's Amateur Radio Club. The Automated Transfer Vehicle, ATV, is currently being assembled in Bremen, ready for its 2010 mission to resupply the International Space Station. European Space Agency delegates agreed to the name at a meeting last Wednesday. Now, the first ATV was called Jules Verne, after the French science fiction writer, and completed a flawless maiden mission last year. It delivered more than five tonnes of supplies to the orbiting outpost before dropping back to Earth in a controlled burn-up over the Pacific Ocean. Another Kepler spacecraft is about to make the headlines. The US Space Agency has also used the name for its planet-hunting telescope due for launch next month. Johann Kepler was the father of celestial mechanics. His three laws describing planetary motion and allow scientists to predict how objects will move through the solar system. The ATV is one of the most capable spacecraft ever developed in Europe. After launch, the space truck can work out where it needs to go in space and then make a fully automatic docking once it arrives at its destination. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the northwest and central coast areas of Tasmania, it's relayed on 2 metre simplex 147.425 and IRLP node 6616, echo link node 100478, 70 centimetre amateur television at 9am each Sunday from the Northwest Amateur Television Group. I'm Tony VK7AX. News, talk and radio sport here with VK1WIA. Let's have a look at the operational scene. Dateline 2009, the on-air contest column. July 25, that was Saturday night, Waitaki Sprint's phone. July 25, 26, that's this weekend, the IOTA contest. August 1, the Waitaki Sprint CW. August 15, 16, the big one, the WIA Remembrance Day contest. It's also the IWLW. Alara contest on 29.30. October 3 to 4, Oceana contests SSB. October 10-11, Oceana Contests CW. Yes, the IOTA Contest is well underway. The 2009 IOTA Contest is on this weekend, July 25-26. It's the big event of the year for Ireland Chasers and, for most, a great chance to improve scores. Already, a number of de-expeditions have been heard. Don't forget that if the stations you work send in their logs, you can claim the contest QSOs for your IOTA awards without needing to get their QSL cards. Waitaki Sprints. These sprints are also on this weekend and then the next, 25 July, which was last night, and then August 1. There are some small rule changes, but the intent is still the same for participants. Enjoy the 60-minute sprints. CW Sprint, 80 metres, Saturday, August 1, from 10 to 11 UTC. 
Entries in the 2009 IWLW, the International Lighthouse Light Ship Weekend, have reached 262, with just a few weeks to start time on August 15, well on schedule to equal or better last year's total of 406. Australia is said to lead the list with 42 entries, followed by Germany with 40. Some of the more exotic entries are Egypt, Panama, Gibraltar, the Isle of Man, Iceland, Sardinia. The event is fast becoming one of the most popular international events on the ham radio calendar. Also involved is the International Association of Lighthouse Keepers who organise an open day on the Sunday of the event. The Townsville, that's the Tark Club, will be activating the Cape Cleveland Light, that's IWLW number AU0045. If you are in the region August 15 and would like to barge it to the light, contact Steve VK4SJW, telephone number 4772-3767. Come on, join in, it's a fun weekend, great for lighthouses and great for ham radio, and remember to ask the VK lights for numbers in the major VK contest of the year, the RD contest. Brian Miller, ZL1AZE, chair of the OCDX contest committee, dropped the newsroom a note to say the results of the 2008 Oceana DX contest and rules for the 2009 contest have been published on the World Wide Web. Special events, Beacon DX and Net Advice. HG160FNY, special event station commemorates the 1848 attack on Hungary that prompted their independence. That's on air just through until July 31. Through until August 31, VI2SRC, 50. That's Summerland Club's 50th anniversary, VI2SRC, 50. Through until December 31, VP9400 slash home call, the 400th anniversary of Bermuda, and VR2009EAG, the 5th East Asian Games being held in Hong Kong, as I said, through until December 31. Celebrate 2010 World Cup Soccer with a special event station. Clubs affiliated to the SARL, that's in South Africa, have been invited to apply for use of a special event station call sign ZS10WCS for World Cup Soccer. Clubs will be selected by ballot. There are two categories, the month leading up to the event and the periods during the actual event. The 2010 World Cup Soccer will run from June 11 through until July 11. And finally, in operational news, YC0IEM is active from Bali through July 27, QSL via IZ8CCW. Hi, this is Peter Young, VK3, Mike Victor, reminding listeners that the WIA produces radio frequency band plans for the use of amateur spectrum. This information can be found on the WIA website or from the WIA call book. These band plans are designed to assist the various operations that the amateur service becomes involved in and is designed to minimise to the extent possible interference issues. Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. Intruder Watch. Yes, watch what you type. Power sockets can be used to eavesdrop on what people type on computers. 
Putting their story into words, Frank VK2FJL. Security researchers found that poor shielding on some keyboard cables means useful data can be leaked about each character typed. By analysing the information leaking onto the power circuits, the researchers could see what a target was typing. It has been demonstrated to work at a distance of up to 15 metres, but refinements may mean it could work over a much longer distance. The research focused on the cables used to connect the PS2 keyboards to the desktop PC. The researchers pointed out that, six, that the six wires inside the PS2 cable are typically close to each other and poorly shielded. This means that information travelling along the data line when a key is pressed leaks onto the earth wire on the same cable. The earth wire via the PC's power unit ultimately connects to the plug in the power socket and from there the information leaks out onto the circuit supplying electricity to the room. Even better, said the researchers, data travelling along a PS2 cable one bit at a time and uses a clock speed far lower than any other PC component. Both these qualities make it easier to pick out voltage changes caused by the key presses. A digital oscilloscope was used to gather data about the voltage changes on a power line and filters were used to remove those caused by anything other than the keyboard. Once again, this is VK2FJL reporting for West Lakes Amateur Radio Club on behalf of the VK1 WIA National News. Media watching here on VK1 WIA Amateur Radio Previews, July 2009 edition. Now on page 5 there's a timely article on RFI interference and your computer. Your sensitive radio receiver can probably hear much of the noise generated by a nearby computer, but there are ways to overcome this problem. Dale Hughes, VK1DSH, explains how to go about noise reduction for the most common modes of interference. This does follow on nicely from the article on page 53 of the June issue of Amateur Radio. There are two articles on loop antennas this month, but they're very different in design and frequency band. On page 25, Andy Willis, VK5LA, describes his antenna for 6 metres, and on page 11, you can read Drew Diamond, VK3XU, as he explains how to build an active loop antenna for 1.8 to 4 megs. And don't forget the regular columns presented every month by Amateur Radio. They're all written by experts in their fields and keep you up to date on your special interest. In particular, read our new contest columnist, Craig Edwards, VK5HRT, on page 41, Plus a few final words from retiring contest editor Phil Smeard and VK4BAA. While we're at it, Craig, how about getting some contest information in here so the listeners of VK1WIA National News can keep up to date. Media Watch, as I said it is, VK4's turn next week to read this, the WIA National News. Now, congratulations to Reist members for their news presentation last week. As Justin VK7 Tango Whiskey said... Reese did the first of the away broadcast just over 12 months ago. And around it comes next week to Redcliffe. Yes, well, I know we did say that Redcliffe were going to be on this week. Things happen. I'm here. You've got to put up with me for the rest of the broadcast. Now, he didn't mention, this is Justin, he didn't mention where Reese's broadcast was done from. Well, Barry, VK7TBM and Tom, VK7FTWS, allowed Reist 
to use the quiet Coast Radio Hobart studio to do the recording for the national broadcast. Thanks, guys, and a job well done there, Justin. 160 in Brisbane. Checking into Terry, VK4AAT's 160AM broadcast last Sunday was Andy, VK4KW. During the check-in, he received a phone call. It was John, VK4YJV, operating portable from Wayaway in Stanthorpe. Gary, VK4FGAZ and his family have just recently moved there, and John, along with Scott, VK4FLAE, took some earth-moving equipment down to Gary on Friday as he's building a new house. They were all listening in on 160 and made the comment, broadcast quality. A 5-9 signal report from Rochdale all the way out to Stanthorpe. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the Illawarra and south coast of New South Wales, it can be heard on Sunday mornings at 10am via the coast-linked VHF repeaters of the Illawarra Amateur Radio Society on 146850, 146975 and 146675. Prefer our website www.iars.org.au for information about the club and our meetings. I'm Tony Stone, VK2TS, President of the Illawarra Amateur Radio Society. Special interest groups... And first up this week, it's CW, Morse code mosquito ringtone. What audio tone frequency do you use to receive Morse code? Jim Linton tells. The most common transceiver default is 800 Hz. If a tone is over 1700 kilohertz, then it's called the mosquito tone or teen buzz and other names because only young ears, that is people under the age of 25, can hear such a high frequency due to hearing deterioration with age in humans. Nao Hasada, JO3HPM, writing in the FIS East Asia newsletter, reports that a popular Japanese TV drama has been using the mosquito tone to send a special message to a young girl in the show. Recognising the market potential of the idea... The mosquito ringtone for mobile phones is now available with various messages, all using the Japanese Morse code. The tone has another application called the mosquito alarm, blasting away at 108 decibels to ward off young people gathering in specific areas and being unruly. Now for the tone of another mosquito, powered by Rolls-Royce, that most listeners to this VK1WIA broadcast will be able to hear. I'm Jim Linton, VK3PC. From aircraft to spacecraft. Get your name and call sign on a microchip on the Mars Science Laboratory rover heading to Mars in 2011. Check out the link provided by Richard VK2SKY in the text edition of this bulletin. Worldwide Special Interest Group's internet linking of repeaters. Work is progressing with the permanent linking of VK7RTV repeaters at Gawler and VK4RSS 70cm repeater in Ocean View, Queensland. At present, the repeaters are linked ad hoc or on demand via RLP. Another separate VOIP system is currently being investigated which will ultimately allow a permanent connection and link between the networks, freeing up the existing IRLP nodes for local traffic. 
The UHF repeater VK4RSS, owned and operated by North West Tasmanian ATV Group members Adrian VK4RV and Jessica VK4FJAR, is situated approximately 15.7 kilometres inland west of Redcliffe. Radio in your inbox. VK1WIA, now podcasting to the world. Well, that takes us to the end of WIA National News. It's been a long time since I've uh, read just about all of the news. Next week, hopefully uh, the Redcliffe Amateur Radio uh, Group will be along to read the news. Just a few technical uh, glitches this week. So uh, poor old Ray was up until about 3am before the broadcast, but as I say, things happen. Okay, things are happening on the social scene. August 2 in VK3, the Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group's White Elephant Sale at the Hillsville Memorial Hall. August 2 in VK6, the Northern Corridor Radio Group's West Australian Hamfest, the Cyril Jackson Rec Centre, Fisher Street, Ashfield. August 8 in VK2, Summerland's 50th Anniversary Dinner, that's on the Saturday evening. And August 9 on the Sunday, Sarkfest from 8 o'clock at the Club Rooms, Richmond Hill. August 22 in VK2, Blue Mountains Amateur Radio Club's Winterfest. That's in Simeon Road, Orchard Hills. And September 12, VK4, the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club Sunfest, Wombai School of Arts, Blackhall Street, Wombai. And on the 13th in VK5, Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest. That one takes place at 9.30. And we'll be back at the same time next week with the WIA National News Service. I'm Graham VK4BB. Thanks for the use of your ears and walk softly. In the nation's capital with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.